Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. That's Noise Works Take Me Back with the lead singer, of course, being John Stevens. And here's someone we'll be talking about in our next chat with Joe Matera. Musician Joe writes a column for the Shepparton News called Musical Musings, which comes out every fortnight. And we have a chat to Joe about what he's talking about on that date, which is today. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Terry. You're looking back at the 2022 top rock picks and it was interesting to see those artists that were the most popular in terms of live music in this region in the past year. Yeah, there, there were um, quite, a, quite a few of them, but the uh, top five that, um, that Riverlinks told me were, uh, were, were um, basically, the first one is uh, John Williamson, whose show in February was, was well received and well attended and and uh, you know he's a very popular artist himself. So um, and then um, John Stevens in March, which is uh, the, you know how you just played uh, Noiseworks. So um, and then the third one was Human Nature in May, and uh, then Bjorn again in June. I mean, uh, the interest in Adder's always been there, and I think Bjorn again is sort of like the uh, filling the gap that because Adder's not around, but uh, it's a very popular band tribute band. And last one is Baker Boy, just a couple months ago in September. I keep hearing about Baker Boy. What do you know about him? Oh, look, he's he's fantastic. He's uh, you know, he's really getting his profile um, building up there uh, each time. He's just got some great stuff, and I think it really connects, especially with the uh, younger audience. Is and, it um, is it rap? Yeah, yeah, it's sort of sort of rappy sort of type stuff, which um, um, Triple J sort of played a fair bit. So, um, but yeah, no, it's he, he's fantastic. You know that Beyond Again uh, concert? I had tickets to that, and then oh, I think it, I think it got put off twice. And then it yeah. got put back onto like when when these dates kicked forward, they don't always suit you. And then I, I couldn't attend, so I, need, I ended up getting a refund. So I was disappointed to miss that one. Being an Apple yeah, fan, it happened quite a few times this year too. Yeah. You know, um, you know we uh, I think over time when in my column I think I featured a couple. Of, I think I was. Uh, uh, it's gone blank now, but one of the artists, um, yeah, she's uh, sort of postponed to uh, early next year. So, Tony yeah. Childs, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, Tony mm. Childs. So you no spoke, idea. you spoke to John Williamson about his visit here. Yes, he because um, he was he's, this year he did the uh, winding down tour, you know, which is sort of the uh, last lap around the sort of country. But I don't think John's actually going to be winding down in, in any any manner whatsoever. I think he just loves what he does. But yeah, I asked him about that, and he. Um, he he said to me that uh, he actually said to me he says I don't think I'm going to be winding down. Um, he makes too much money, Joe. <laughs> he makes too much money to wind oh, down. Oh, he does, yeah. But look, you know, his music's just um, you know we all love his music. You know, yeah, his music. I'm not a huge fan, I have to admit. Oh, aren't you? Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, but look, you know, one of the things he said to me was basically with you know next year he's sort of looking at the type of venues he wants to play, so he's going to be more selective. But also he's trying to sort of um. Uh, concentrate on he at his property in Queensland. He sort of wants to put in some um, sort of ideas in regards to live music there. I think a lot of artists are sort of looking at this sort of um, uh, moving forward because you know how things are changing in a way touring is happening. I think a lot of them are sort of going to sort of pick and choose sort of what venues they play, but yeah, also maybe, maybe do stuff. Go on. Uh, and maybe do stuff where, like, you know, they have a have a uh, an area, maybe, you know, if they live on a property where they can sort of have a private sort of show. So it's interesting to see where this all leads. Smaller, more intimate, where they have more control, perhaps. Mm, yeah. 
So you also did a bit of a um, top of the pops in terms of the top music books borrowed from the library. Yeah, I mean, uh, we all love a, love a good music book, you know, certainly I do, you know. And um, But yeah, according to the Goblin Valley Libraries, um, the five most borrowed and read books this year were at number one, Music Philia, which is the uh, book by uh, Olivia Sachs. Um, fantastic book. I've actually had that for quite a few years myself. Uh, that's, that's a great read. Number two was Rockabilly, The Twang Heard Round the World, which is the uh, complete history of rockabilly music by Michael Dregny. And at number three is 1001 Songs of uh, the Great Songs of All Time by Toby Creswell. And Toby was the, uh, if I remember rightly, the former editor of Australian Rolling Stone magazine, um, I think in the 1990s. Um, so it's a great book. And number four is obviously The Boss, Bruce Springsteen, The Story Behind Every Track by Philippe Margotin. And um, I've got a, quite a few books on uh, Bruce Springsteen and, uh, yeah, really interesting stories behind his songs, uh, worth a read. And the final one is High Voltage Rock and Roll by uh, Christy Eliza. So they're the five books that have been sort of taken out from the library. Okay, and you also um, got a couple of the Shep newspaper to, to vote for their um, favourite artists, a couple of uh, well-known um, artists there, such as Taylor Swift, Leonard Cohen. That's right. Yeah, I got. Uh, I thought I'd just ask my fellow people at the Shep News, you know, what what they were listening to this year and, and any live concerts. And um, yeah, uh, uh, Christine Anderson, who's the director of uh, content and audience at the Shep News, she chose. She said to me, um, Leonard Cohen was one of the artists she listened to the most this year. So, um, what about you, Joe? Who did you listen Lee, to most? Oh, do you reckon? That's a good one. Um, I, it's really hard for me because I listen because I do so many interviews and talk to so many artists. I um, I listen to a variety of you know, it's my research. I'll listen to, say, for a couple of weeks that same artist over and over again and then move on. But um, it's, it's really hard because... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if yeah. I could say either, given that I have to play about, you know, 30, 40 songs every day on the radio. I'm not sure who I would... <laughs> and I always try and, you know, mix it up. So I'm not playing... Deliberately not That's playing right. the same artist. But you Absolutely. did... I, yeah. I did um, like your fun fact for this week, though, Joe. Oh, the fun fact you do, yes. The fun fact is um, it's probably something that uh, not many people would be aware of. It's probably uh, the track must have sunk without trace too. But uh, Australian band The Church named one of their songs Violet Town, which is uh, appears on the uh, 1984 EP Persia. And um, they named the, the song after the town itself. So, um, But I don't think uh, once you hear the song, you can probably hear why it probably sunk without a trace. It doesn't matter. We're going to play it. Don't, don't put it down too much. We're going to play it. So um, interesting lyrics. Lyrics though, and and that kind of um, playful lyrics because you talk about um, a phantom bus passing through Violet Town, and then it's sure. like, and then it says, "I don't want to know it in Violet Town," and, and I, I heard it as in Violet Town, but it's actually in Violate Town. So a bit yeah. of a bit of a twist there. I yeah, walked the is. corners straight to Violet Town. I wonder why they named a song after Violet Town. Well, I think um, I um, I think Steve Kilby. I mean, he's 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 pretty known for sort of taking a, a lot of um, how can I say um, uh, chemical sort of stuff. And um, I think it, it, an experience he came through with the band in the early eighties through the area, and I think through Violet Town sort of inspired him a bit. So, um, but you know, look, it, it is a great song. I just think it's more sort of one of those obscure songs, and you got to yeah. be a diehard fan. It's not terribly poppy. Um, it's no. a little bit different. But the churches uh, they do some diverse stuff, or they did some diverse stuff, didn't they? Absolutely. Look, I love the early stuff. I mean, uh, the Skins and Heart, the first album, is fantastic. The Blurred Crusade is probably one of my uh, top Australian albums. Um, 
that has um, has some great songs on that. So look, you know, there's there's stuff from the eighties, but particularly I really love. Well, if you are listening and you're in Violet in in Violet Town, put your ear close to the radio now because we're going to play that church song named after your town, Violet Town. Thank you very much uh, for your time this morning, Joe, and we look forward to catching up on some more musical musings in the new year. No worries, we do, and have Merry Christmas to you, Merry Christmas to all the listeners out there, and we look forward to uh, doing it again all in 2023. Thanks very much, Joe. We're going to play The Church, Violet Town now. Hope you enjoy it. Something a little bit different on 1FM Live and Local at 13 to 8. Bye. 
Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment. The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular and capable with a high power to weight ratio, the Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepherd and Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment Vanilla Road or visit our website shepherdandmpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports range today. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. Are you looking for that perfect but unique Christmas gift for your friends and family? Why not get them an ultrasonic mosquito repeller? In a year where the mosquitoes have taken over, you can give the gift of no mozzies to a loved one. Stock's limited, so order now. Having the family over for Christmas lunch or friends for a New Year's Eve party? Get your house sprayed for mozzies and spiders now so you can enjoy a bug-free party. Spray bookings before Christmas are limited, so call now. Jason's Pest Control, 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor. The Stanhope Family Hotel is your home of good old-fashioned country hospitality with delicious good-sized hearty meals, including char-grilled steaks cooked to perfection, a variety of palmas with specialty sauces, a good choice of seafood dishes pan-fried or crispy battered, beef and chicken schnitzel burgers with a great selection of fillings and pasta meals made the traditional way. Satisfaction is our guarantee, so why not pop in for a meal? On the Midland Highway for over 60 years, we also offer great times with all welcome to enjoy our quality live entertainment. The Stanhope Family Hotel, more than just a pub. 1FM sponsor. Hi guys, Peter Cardamone from Cardamone Real Estate in the beautiful Goulburn Valley. I love my sport and calling AFL footy is my passion. So he'll come from 12 metres, Anana's worked as he brought it back. Oh, He's got yes. What a goal! And because he's got two, real estate across the Goulburn Valley is booming, increasing 30% over the past 12 months and a rental yield of over 5%. It's time you invested into the Goulburn Valley. Call me, Peter Cardamone, to chat all things real estate. Visit cardamonerealestate.com.au and right across the Goulburn Valley from Shep, Kyella, Marupna, Talamba and Chachura, you're in Cardamone country. 1FM sponsor. 1FM, live and local. You're listening to a 1FM podcast.